Motown is on fire. Work, work, work. Atlanta's proper. Work. And in Miami, we are moving something. Main event. You ain't hitting in Lexington. What? So what you gonna do about that, main event? I'm gonna turn this mother out. It's now time for Kentuckiana's number one sports show, the main event sports show, with your host, Haven Harrington, the Green Eye Bandit himself, Rashawn Myers, our producer, Jay Hatch. You can catch the main event sports show on Stitcher.com, iTunes.com. You can also follow us on Facebook.com forward slash main event sports radio and on Twitter at Me Sports. It's now time for your number one sports show. I gave you the And welcome into the Main Event Sports Show. This is your host, Rashawn Myers, coming to you live from the palatial studios of WLOU 104.7 FM. Welcome into the Main Event Sports Show as we get ready to talk about the University of Louisville taking on the Samford Bulldogs. Not the Stanford Cardinal, but the Samford Bulldogs. Now, I know as you're I will give you a dollar right now if you can tell me where is Samford. Um, that is an excellent question. I would take that dollar if I had any idea, but I have no idea where Samford University is. Uh, do, do you know where Samford? I'm gonna guess Virginia. How about that, Virginia? I have no clue. Yeah, how are you gonna uh, get on me about it? Because you, I know you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And usually I do pretty good with these. Like, but I That's have my poker face right there. Just I have no you. idea. I have no idea where Samford is. It's in Alabama. Alabama. Sanford, Alabama. Thank you, Miss Olivia. You're very welcome. But he guessed, so he wins. You didn't even... No, I didn't even guess. I, w- I wasn't going to try. Alabama. Well, at least it's on the East Coast. I got the, the right coast. Really? Can you really say Alabama East Coast? I really? didn't know. Sanford is in Alabama. in the SEC, it's which Alabama. is an Eastern Conference. No, it's Alabama. You can never consider anything in Alabama, I mean, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia. I win. None of that can ever be said East Coast anything. No. That's the South. Whatever. <laughs> Bottom line is, you know what? First of all, thank you, Olivia, for coming in after gracing us with about five minutes last show. She's actually going to be here for the duration to drop some more pearls of wisdom on us. But we're going to have a big show today. We have a ton going on. We have UofL Samford coming up. Kentucky takes on the Missouri Tigers after a tough, tough loss last week uh, to your Florida Gators, which was very awesome, and I loved it. And I really don't care if UK fans like that or not. But anyway, uh, we have that to talk about. Of course, we have a ton of NFL. We have University of Louisville doing some big-time things on the recruiting trails, hosting a bunch of top prospects. We have a couple of new football recruits as well. So uh, we have a lot to get into. Huh? No, I think it's time we just jump, jump right on in. I think we should. I mean, right now, UofL Stanford. Stanford, excuse me. I messed <laughs> yeah, up myself. Yeah, not Stanford. UofL Stanford. Stanford. Now. Um, pronounce that M. Mm. Good. Yeah, no. no hopefully, this, hopefully this offense is going to be mm good because they've been mm horrible the past couple of weeks. And, you know, from what I'm hearing, actually, it's not from what I'm hearing. According to... Word on the street. Well, actually, word from Lamar Jackson's own Twitter account. Oh, it sounds like that he will be the starting quarterback. For your University of Louisville Cardinals, which means so hold on, what does that mean if it, if it doesn't happen? Then like does the, the, does this mean like that, Cardell Jones with his Twitter this past week, just full of it? This, exactly. Like like how do we know that he was talking about starting for Louisville? Like he could have been talking about anything. He could have been talking about starting, you know, I don't know, a rock band or you know, doing something weird. Like it, how do we know that he was talking about the starting quarterback position with his tweet? Well, let's just say that with that tweet. It comes to fruition that he actually is your starting quarterback. And that's an interesting decision. Very interesting. I mean, I... And actually, as we're, ta- as we're taping this and talking and you're listening, uh, Mr. Jackson is walking onto the field as we speak. So uh, We don't know if he's starting or not. At this, at this particular juncture right now... Yes. We do he's not running out onto the field. We're looking at the television right now. He's running out onto the field. He trips. He trips and falls. Okay, but now he's back up on his feet. Okay. Here comes Kyle Bowling. <laughs> Good. 
exactly. I wouldn't agree if Jack maybe started at all. I don't feel like he's proved himself. And you know what, Olivia, that's a, that is a good point. So let, let me just ask. I'm going to poll the room. All right, I want to know. Um, first, Olivia, you are our esteemed guest. Yes. Might let you stay if you can stay for more than five make minutes. You, make you fellas look good. Exactly. exactly. Right. So let, let me ask you. I, I'm taking it that you don't like Mr. Jackson as a starter. Who do you think should be the starting guy right now for Louisville? I still believe it's, it should be Bowling. I think he's proved himself more on the field than anybody else. And it's nothing against Jackson. I just don't feel like he's been able to prove himself, whether it's all of his fault, like we talked about the first play in the Auburn game. That wasn't his fault. He was put in a bad, tough situation in a neutral site. But the result is still what it was. It was a turnover the very first play. I mean, he's been an interception machine, in my opinion. And I feel like Bowens came out, and he was the reason we even came close to winning the game against Houston. And I remember watching it on TV, and he turned around. I don't know who he was talking to. I'd like to believe he was talking to Petrino. More turnovers than Dunkin' Donuts. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I believe he was talking to Petrino when he turned around and looked at it and said, respect me now, when he went down and got a touchdown. And I, I just feel like he was a four-string quarterback, and he needed that as motivation. But I just don't think Jackson is ready. And I'd like for him to be, I think, a dual-threat quarterback, being able to run and pass would be great. I mean, it's great for any offense. But I just I don't think he's there, personally, mm-hmm. from what I've seen. And I can only judge on what I've been able to see him do. Now, Haven, you've been talking about Mr. Jackson and talking about I've heard you come out with some ridiculous things that I won't talk about. Michael Vick <laughs> and talking about all types of weird things for, you know, as far as Lamar Jackson and what you see in him. Do you think he's the man for the job? You watched the film of Louisville Houston. Jackson has had by far the worst game as the starting quarterback of anybody who started a game this year for Louisville. Do you think Jackson's the right guy for the job right now? No, I think I think the way they used Jackson in a Clemson game was the perfect way to use Jackson this season. I, I thought that's what Louisville should be doing because I've always been a big Cal Bowling supporter. You know, I think that you no know, Cal should start. I thought you were going to say athletic supporter there for a second. No. So anyway, I always thought Cal Bowling should start, and then you were bringing Lamar for situational plays, give him his little package until he can learn more of the offense. Now, do I think Lamar Jackson's the future of Louisville's offense? Yes. I think that Bobby is grooming him to be the future of Louisville's offense. But the future's not here yet, and he's not ready to be the future. I think Kyle Bowling still gives you your best chance to win. Now I know that you're a big fan. Oh, 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 don't you try to tell me that? I, I'm first of all. Well, can I make a side note? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, make a side the note. The fact that you even compared him to Michael Vick, we saw Michael Vick's. I mean, Petrino's success with Michael Vick. So I don't feel like that's a good comparison. Period. No matter what it was about. Yeah, he, and Petrino got him arrested. <laughs> Michael Vick got himself arrested. <laughs> he got himself arrested, but that was just a don't. Let's not compare. <laughs> I agree. Actually, it wasn't me comparing with Michael Vick, by the way. That was other sports writers who would not oh, be. Okay. All I heard was the, the name Michael Vick come out of Haven's mouth when it concerned Lamar <laughs> Jackson, and that's something that we just please don't ever need to do ever again in life, at least until Louisville has an offensive line, which was going to be my next point, okay? Mm-hmm. I personally, I love what Kyle Bowling brings. I think if you're going to run the traditional uh, University of Louisville, Bobby Petrino offense, uh, if you're going to go back to that, which is, you know, your pro-style play action, the power fullback, spread. your power spread, I think Cal Bowling's the best guy for the mm-hmm. job. That being said, I think that Coach Petrino is trying to do a little bit more um, with the running game to complement the passing game. And I think the young man that won the job in the spring, I think the young man that won the job in the fall, the young man that literally has had one quarter and five minutes of playing time this year, Reggie Bonifant should be the starting quarterback. I think that Reggie Bonifant got looked over very quickly. I think Bobby Petrino panicked in that Auburn game after a fumble that literally was not his fault. I mean, Tobias Hughley whiffed on a block, caused the fumble. It, it caused the fumble. Okay, and basically Reggie Bonifant has been sitting on the bench since then. 
Okay, he's been accounted for one turnover, that fumble, where both Kyle as well as Lamar have turned the ball over multiple times. And I don't understand how you can have a young man that went out there and won the job twice, gets pulled, yanked, and doesn't get another opportunity. So, I I mean, me personally, I think Lamar, uh, excuse me, Reggie Bonifant is the best guy for the job. I think that at this point, regardless, I think that all three of the guys have a ton of talent, as well as Will Gardner, who was the starter last year, has a lot of talent. I just don't think it's going to make a difference until Bobby Petrino makes some tough decisions on that offensive line because let's be real. Okay, first of all, the decision's not tough. The decision really isn't tough. You can just, well, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah the decision's not tough. Hughley has He's to making it a lot tougher than what it has Hughley to. has not. The, the reason we've heard in the press box at the Auburn game, I heard it again at the Houston game, we heard it again at Clemson, the reason Hughley's starting is because he can make all the calls. He can make all the checks from the center position. But what good is it if you can make a check and you can't block the guy in front of you? Haven, I, told, I sent a, t- a tweet out. <laughs> this week, okay. Anybody who follows me on Twitter, if you don't check me out at Rashan, it's R A A S H A A N Rashan. Okay, and I sent a tweet out. I said, a guy to me, if you have a, a player who has a very high level understanding of the game and a very low ability to play the game, you know what I call that guy? Call him a coach, not a player. So if Tobias Hughley can, he knows all the checks and he knows all the reads. You know what, Tobias? Find somebody who actually has the ability to play the position and teach him something. I mean, you know what? That's not a knock on you. Not everybody is meant to play high-level Division One football. I think that Coach Petrino likes the fact you have somebody who understands his schemes. But if he does not have the aptitude for the position, then I think you're doing a disservice to that young man, and you're definitely doing a disservice to this team and Carnation in general. I mean, this fan base has been supportive, they've been loud, they've come out early, they've been, you know, very into the games, and the the product out there on the field right now is pitiful. I mean, I I just don't think it's good enough. I I mean, to me, why is it the offensive line position has been this sacred cow? I mean, we saw it last year with Ryan Mack. He didn't get taken out until the seventh game of the season last year, and he was awful, along with Hughley. And I think that Louisville uh, really cost them a couple of games early. So I just, I don't understand why the offensive line is being just handled with kid gloves. I mean, something has to be done about that. I understand where you're coming from on that, but going back to Reggie Bonifon, I've never been sold on him from last year. Not at all. I think he needs to take a note from Max Miller and slide his butt out to wide receiver, which what he played in high school yeah. for a part of the time. Um, I feel like Will Gardner outperformed him last year. I feel like Boleyn's outperformed him. I feel like, you know, Jackson – has more weapons than he does. I feel like he's just so set on being a quarterback, and I just don't feel like he has what it takes. And I'm not blaming him for, you know, his fumble at the beginning of the year and whatever he's – but I just – I'm not a fan. Well, If he starts, I wouldn't really support it, to we, be honest. You know, to me, the thing about Reggie, and, and Rashawn and I talk about this off air quite a bit, but to me, what, what, what gets Reggie, I think, is – He's not as good as a pocket passer as Bowen. And he's a runner, but he's a scripted runner. Like, he can be a good runner if you call the running plays for him and don't ask him to try to improvise. I don't those think he makes plays. good decisions when he improvises. And as a quarterback, the most important thing to do is make a good decision. Like, as a Patriots fan myself, with the possibility of... Every time, I, I we, we got to hear the, gotta I hear had, the Patriots fan. <laughs> I had to put that in for you. Shout out. <laughs> but as, as, as a fan, with the possibility of my man being out for four games, I had to watch Grappolo out there. And he might not have been 100% accurate. He might have missed some things. But he read the field very well. And he made some very good decisions. And to me, your accuracy and other things can be worked on. But if you can make good decisions, if your decision was right on that play, then I feel like we got something to work with. I don't feel like Reggie makes good decisions. I feel like he feels the pressure. He reads half the field. And then he's like, okay, well, you're kind of open. Let me go ahead and do that. Not seeing that the defensive pressure just read what your eyes did. And they know what's about to happen. I'm I'm not sold personally. And I could be wrong. And I'll eat my words if he comes out and, you know, takes care of us. I just I need us to do something. Whether it's him, Bolin, 
Well, the, the first thing Louisville has to do is figure out what to do on the offensive line. That's number one. You need number protection. two, you need somebody to give you time. But, but number two, most importantly, they have to figure out what their offense is going to be. They've had three completely different offenses. Oh yeah. The first three games of the season, every game they've run like. Don't think that speaks to Bobby Petrino not really knowing what he wants to do. Yes, no, I think Bobby has an idea what he wants to do. I think they are determined to be a spread team. They want that dual threat quarterback in a spread. He wants that offense. So, so Mr. Harrington, (laughs) if I hear this correctly. That Bobby wants to have this spread, but he also wants to have the ability to throw the ball. Would it not be, sir, a fact that Reggie Bonifay can do the most of everything that Bobby wants in his offense because he can both diagnose and look down the field and read plays better than Lamar can, but he also can run better than Kyle Bowling can. So wouldn't he be the best of both worlds in Bobby's perfect system? No, that's the problem. <laughs> no, really. No, really. See, so, and, so and, that's, and, and that's the problem. So the problem is, and Bobby's even in Bobby's version of spread, as we saw when Lamar Jackson came out there, he wants to throw most of the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can't have Lamar in there when Lamar. I feel like he, he, just, he just chucks it up sometimes. He doesn't know where it's going to go. He's just going to throw it long then down the field. I've, well, see, then, then you uh, prove your point one because Kyle Bowling can't run at all. So oh, how, right. how can no. how can Reggie Bonifay not be the best option right now when Which he's the best combination spread. of a runner and a thrower? Because he is, he's not the best combination runner. He's the only combination of a runner thought he had. That would him. mean that he's the best but, for this team. But the problem is he doesn't do either one as well as the other two guys do. Mm-hmm. What they but that's but he doesn't need to. I don't think he has to be. No, but problem is he, But in this offense, he needs to be more perfect. That's the, now if Luba had protection and yeah. he had actually time. To take his time and go through like, go through reads, yes, mm-hmm. Reggie would be the perfect guy for this offense. The problem is the way the offensive line works. You're either going to run the ball or you're going to throw it real fast. Those are your two options. And unfortunately, it's Lamar is going to run the ball and run it well, but he's not going to throw it well. But Bowling can but throw the ball well and I can throw like himself open. Reggie should be a little bit further along with as many snaps as he had he has had at the college level. I feel like if Jackson has had enough time as he's had at the college level, then Jackson will be way further along. Reggie Bonifant was 8 of 13, 109 yards, no interceptions. And no plays very well versus Auburn. And, and yeah. but I, I think that he started out very good. It's not just his, his issue was against Auburn. That defensive line put a lot of pressure on him. And you know what? There's no shame in that. That's an SEC team on the road in the first game of the year. I just well, think that I think I think the fact that he's been giving the least amount of time on the field considering he did win the job, I think that does a disservice to Reggie. And I think it does a disservice to his team because the, the young man won the job for a reason. So why not give him an opportunity? I'm not saying that he has to be the man, but I think that he should have more than a quarter and five because, minutes of playing time. Because I, we'll take a commercial break after this uh, but I think the reason he won, and this is just me, I'm not in Bobby's head, so I don't know, but I think the reason he won out in the spring was because they were determined to do their spread offense, and he was, at that time, the best spread quarterback that they had. So they went with Reggie because he was a, just the best spread quarterback that they had. And when they pulled him, like I told you, I was surprised. In the Auburn game, they pulled him and went straight to Lamar. I thought they was going to pull him right. and then go to Cal. But instead, they pulled him and went with Lamar, which lets me know they want to do this spread thing. Lamar has a live arm. And then all of a sudden, Reggie never gets another opportunity. He never gets another opportunity. And now Kyle, Kyle Bowling comes in. And, and Kyle Bowling comes in. But Even though we haven't won, Kyle Bowling, to me, has looked better than he, Reggie did in his. Yeah, I, well, I think Kyle Bowling looked the most like a Bobby Petrino quarterback. Because he, he, he can do a lot he, of things. And he that, does. That, and I feel like if you're not having success and you need to figure it out when you're practicing and not during a game, then, okay, I'm going to go with what I'm comfortable with, what I've had success at. And until he figures it out, don't put him back out there and make my season even worse. You I know, agree. I mean, I agree. that's just my opinion as well. I, I like a pocket passer. I don't I don't like them running. I don't – and I understand that's what's going on now in the game, but I don't like it because as a Dallas fan, Haven, when you <laughs> lose your quarterback – I thought I heard. What are you? I'm sorry, but I mean, when you lose your quarterback, that is that is the captain. You know what I mean? That is, if you don't have a good quarterback, you got Josh Whedon. <laughs> you got Matt Castle now too, and I mean, he did all right for us. You know, 
Yeah, you man, to the we, playoffs. I'm gonna need y'all to keep the Giants out of it, though. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we know. We'll, we'll talk about that when we, we come back. But yeah, we got more things to talk about the U of L game. Gonna we'll break that down some more. We can definitely talk about man, what is going to happen with UK Missouri. That, that to me, that's, that's a very interesting matchup because Missouri has barely won every game they've been in. UK looks very impressive the first half of the game. Then he disappeared mm-hmm. the second half of the game. So. It's going to be interesting to see what happens to the to the guys uh, 70 miles down the road. And then we have to talk about it. We have to talk about the NFL. Too much going on not to talk about the NFL and the fact that I am about to be 3-0 and in fantasy football. Oh, gosh. You auto-pick. It doesn't auto count. Pick, with an auto-pick team. Ca- did you pick one player? No. No. It doesn't count. But I have got several players off waiver, which have brought me to victory. So we're going to talk about that and much, much more when we come back on your main event sports show, 104.7 FM. WLOU, the new home of the Tom Jordan Morning Show. Wake up, get a hold of your life, go get your cake up. The motto in the streets is you eat or you get ate up, straight up. You're tired of waiting, go get your weight up. My people's tired of waiting for reparations to pay us. Screaming Jesus to save us. I get the blitzing if I save up, but that's just another trick to enslave us. Push the minimum wages, put, put our fathers up in them cages. Then watch how our mothers struggle to raise us. But, but my ambition won't let me live in this poor condition. That doesn't care about color, creed, or your religion. Priests, politicians, gotta listen to opposition. From my position, we should. Ambrosia this. Ambrosia that. My Lord Zeus, must we always partake of but ambrosia, food of the gods? Mm, very well. Ermi. Yes, my Lord Zeus. Find me food. Fit for... Ambrosia, this pleases you. Silence! Hermes, find us a new tree that the gods may eat. Your highnesses, I present to you pita. Pita? Made of the purest. It's so white. And filling. Bring me more pizza. Yes, my lord. And be quick about it. Pita bread is one of the oldest food in the world. Made from the freshest, finest ingredients. It is also one of the healthiest. Pick out a pita sandwich today among the classic pita sandwiches at Raps. Good enough for God. Right now, nearly 30% of U.S. students aren't finishing high school. In many places, it's even higher than that. And fixing it is a responsibility that we all share. This is President Obama, and I urge everyone to take responsibility for encouraging the high school students in your communities, to support them, challenge them, and do whatever it takes to help them make it through. Do your part by going to BoostUp.org and giving a student the boost that's needed to make it to graduation. A message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Am I the meanest? Sure enough. Am I the prettiest? Sure enough. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Sure enough. But who am I? The main event sports show, you suckers. Welcome back to Maven Sports Show. This is your host here, Haven Harrington, joined in studio by my right-hand man himself, the 62nd Assassin, <laughs> everybody's favorite Marine, as well as the green-eyed bandit. I give you Rashawn Quadruple A. Myers. <laughs> You're too gracious, sir. I appreciate being here. Uh, Thank you. I do what I can. I do what I can. And we're also joined by the lovely Olivia in the studios, who, uh, who's gracing us with her presence again. Breaking down Tom Brady and their Patriots like nobody else can break down. Oh, God. Oh, I break it down more than that. Tom Brady and the Patriots. Ugh. I, I had to give it to you. I had to give it to you. Matter of fact, I'm going to let you break down UK Mizzou. UK Mizzou. See, <laughs> all the UK fans that listen to your show can get mad at me, but I don't know and I don't care about UK. <laughs> I apologize. I know that's rude, but I don't I don't pay attention to Well, them. there we go. <laughs> I mean, that's just being 100. 100. 
Sometimes you gotta be one hundred. You do. You gotta keep it real. I don't know. I mean, I hope y'all almost win. I don't. I hate Kentucky. <laughs> I can't stand the Big Blue Nation. Their fans. Yeah, I didn't know how honest we could be. On no, that. we can be very honest. Okay, well, then, you yeah, know, I don't, I don't care. I didn't even know what time they played. My mom asked me earlier, and that's exactly what I told her. Don't know. Don't care. UK fans are the only fans I've ever seen that because their football, excuse me, that because their basketball team is good, they can bring that arrogance to the football field. Like mm-hmm. it's the most ridiculous notion I've ever seen, and they do it year in and year out. They feel as if something's owed to them as a football program. It's like. Dude, you're going to, like, the Music City Bowl when you get bowl eligible once every 15 years. Sit down somewhere. Please. So, what about UK-Mizzou? <laughs> I think that, once again, UK lost to Florida last week for the thousandth time in a row. It's only the 29th time in a row. They 20? Only, they only own the, long, the longest wins, the longest losing streak in, like, college history. In modern, yeah, well, modern history, old, ancient history, all time. UK is the worst team all time in terms of head-to-head versus another team. So, yeah, so congratulations on keeping that streak alive. That was very important to me. I I followed that streak ardently. So (laughs) congratulations on that. And, yes, Kentucky, this to me, Haven, is a swing game for the University of Kentucky. If UK wants to get bowl eligible, they have to win this game. And, of course, my esteemed colleague, Andre Chapman of Analyze Sports, we talked to him. And, you know, Andre has big hopes for his Wildcats this year. And, you know, they talk about seven, eight wins, getting bowl eligible. This is a game that Kentucky has to win. They're at home. Missouri is undefeated, okay? But they're very suspect undefeated. Too. Very suspect mm-hmm. undefeated I mean, they, they beat UConn, which is horrible. <laughs> UConn's a horrible team. Barely. Nine to nine to six. It was a field goal, and fix. that was at Missouri. Yes. So I mean, you had a home game. This is a team that UK on paper matches up with very well. On paper, considering they haven't beat Missouri since they joined the conference. Well, first of all, Missouri has been in the conference that long. So three years, three losses. Yeah. Well, you know, it's part of the course. But anyway, but this is a game that Kentucky can win. Are you sure? You can laugh and go ahead. It's going to be funny. Yeah. This is a game that Kentucky can win. No, this is a game that Kentucky has to win. There's a difference between can win and has to win. If Kentucky wants to be this supposed, you know, I mean, we saw the SEC Network before the season pick Kentucky to win eight games this year. They did. Eight games. They, they did. Which was the stupidest thing I've heard. I mean, and once again proves the SEC Network. No, they're completely bad. clueless. Well, the but the Auburn was also picked to win it. The, their quarterback the was also supposed to be it for Heisman, wasn't he? And they've already switched. Yes. yes. Yeah, how's that working? But this is another Jeffrey thing. Look, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give but, Kentucky credit a little bit towards due. Every year since they've had Stoop, they've gotten it a little bit better and a little bit better. You know, I will give them that. But I feel like a game they have to win, which I hope they don't win just as a Louisville fan because I'll never hear the end of it. As a Louisville fan, I feel like after Auburn has shown their true colors, when they play Auburn, they have to win that game. If they want to be considered for anything, they have to win that game, which we lost, so I hope they don't. But I feel like they that's the game they need to win. Well, I would say this. If Jeremy Johnson was still quarterback, mm. I would say Kentucky had a very good chance of beating Auburn because Jeremy Johnson's horrible. I mean, that, yeah. that guy is an interception. When you're talking about uh, – uh, Lamar Jackson being an interception machine. Jeremy, at least Lamar Jackson's interceptions are difficult. At least you actually have to jostle somebody for the ball. You really Jeremy just, Johnson throws the ball to you. You really hate Auburn. Like I've, I've no, noticed this I, disdain no, no, for Auburn. I hate Alabama. No, so. like you said, like, like like I don't hate Auburn, but said, I thought Auburn was overhyped even to begin the season. I didn't know why I was so excited about Auburn because they had a new quarterback, new piece of the offensive line. And I was like, okay, why is everybody hyping Auburn so much? And after I got to see Jeremy Johnson up close in the person, I was like, this dude is a below-average quarterback. Well, we exposed him. He'd have to be exposed. Easily. He threw the ball to us. I mean, we were literally just standing there, and the ball hits in the hands. Like, he was confused. He thought... It wasn't confused. He's just bad. I, 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 th- I think this just goes back to the hype machine that is the SEC. They always want to hype up these guys. I told Haven before the season, I really wasn't sure why Auburn was getting all this hype to be this great team, considering they had like seven wins last year. They've been dominant in the past how many ever years? Yeah. SEC, it's always been SEC teams in the championship until they changed the playoffs, and which was great. 
the yeah, Ohio State, it, the Big just, Ten team got to go, and oh, that was just that amazing. was beautiful. Wow. Yes, yeah. I mean, it, but I, I just I never understood it why this team was getting so much hype because it's like they had an okay season last year. They lost their star quarterback to the NFL. You know, even though he was playing wide receiver in the NFL, and you know, I just I never really Reggie, understood. Reggie, are you it. listening to this, Reggie? <laughs> <laughs> are we see, listening? She's she still she's still telling this, Reggie. <laughs> my my boy's gonna get another shot. I I, you know I really what? and truly believe that. I hope he does, and I hope he takes just goes to the moon with it. I appreciate that, but I mean, I, no, really and truly, I, I think that the SEC hype machine it gets going. I don't know if the SEC is that great. Auburn. Or excuse me, Alabama getting destroyed by Ole Miss, even though Ole Miss did come back and almost game, give which it I up. predicted. You did, uh, you know I, that, that. I don't know if the SEC is that good this year. I, I really don't. I, I don't. I think that Ohio State, even though they had their own difficulties last week as well. I mean, do we really know who's good in college football? I think Michigan State looks good this year so far. But I, I think they, they look good. I think LSU still looks good. I like Les Miles. LSU put a beat down on Auburn. Yeah, I've always liked Les Miles. I think he's a great coach. He always gets good recruits. Well, that that um that uh, big running back for LSU. Um, oh my goodness! Uh, for, for I Nett, to Leonard Fournette. The next week on my Jeez. fantasy, I was like, "Can you go to the NFL now, please?" He's a monster. Yeah, he is. Huge. He is a beast. No way, somebody that big should be that fast. And he just what he did to the Auburn players. He hurdled one. He gave one a, a backflip. <laughs> I mean, he just tombstone power driver double to the end zone. Um, he was just like straight WWE on Auburn. He was a man among boys in that game. Yeah, the, I think the two Basically. best running backs in the country, Leonard Fournette and Nick Chubb, uh, Georgia, those two guys are on a completely mm-hmm. different, level. different level. Those are NFL players playing with little boys right now. So if the SEC is going to hang their hat on anybody, it's got to be those two teams. Now you talk about overhyped teams. Yes. USC has to be the most overhyped team in all of college football. I feel like they've been over in for years. Yes. Why do people keep saying, USC, this is their year? No, it's never going to be USC's year. They've I'm not, sorry. They still haven't rebounded from the whole, you know, Reggie Bushgate thing. No, you know. they've rebounded. They've got horrible coaches. That's their problem. You, th- you, think, it's the, you think it's the coaching yes. issue? You don't think it's Case the in point, we talked about um, Ohio State earlier. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State's offense this year has just been uh, off just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Could it have anything to do with the fact that offensive coordinator now coaches at Houston? I, and miss the offensive coordinator, miss that guy that could juggle those three quarterbacks. It could, could be. make a big difference That's a good point. In, in how Ohio State offense runs. Even though he's not helping the Texans at all. No, no, no. He missed the coach at Houston. Oh, he, he's not Houston, Texas. The Houston Cougars are beat oh, us. Oh, he's really? Yes. Real? Oh. The team that beat us. Yeah, you know what? That was a very well coached team. So, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know what? I'll take that all back because but watching. Like you still have Urban Meyer. I, I was Meyer very is. impressed. Urban Meyer, yeah. yeah. Oh, Urban Meyer. Man. But head coaches are great. Yes, but a lot of times you're only as good as the guys underneath you. Mm-hmm. And you can That's see true. what happens once you take out a Charlie Strong from your defensive coordinator. Your defense is not good the next couple of years. You know, once you lose your offensive coordinator, it takes a while. FSU, when, uh, when Mark Rick left FSU to go ahead coach Georgia, FSU's offense took an immediate downturn for several years. I mean, really, I hate to kick this while we're down, but the Louisville offense, you know, with Bobby Petrino, uh, you know, Jeff Brom as your quarterback coach and Paul Petrino as offensive coordinator, that group was outstanding together, and this Louisville offense with this time around has not been very good at all. It looks like they don't know what they're doing, so I, I agree with you. I mean, it, it really does take um, a great group, you know, that the coaching college football is the one sport. In college basketball, it's more about talent. You know, you can you can go out there and get your one and dones, bring in a John Wall, a mm-hmm. DeMarcus Cousins, a Eric Bledsoe. College football is different. You have to have football. a system. And yeah. even if you change a system at a school or at a pro team, sometimes it takes years to get it to be successful. Yeah. So when you take pieces away, then you have to find another piece that you can get to work. And it doesn't always happen. Yeah. Obviously, you can tell. No, I agree. I mean, I think that that's the biggest thing that uh, I don't know if that's necessarily Louisville's issue right now, but I think with Kentucky, I think that's you talk about Stoops and how they've gotten a little bit better and better. I think mm-hmm. the talent has helped Kentucky to get a little bit better, a little bit better. I mean, Boom Williams is a beast. 
Uh, the guy, the young man, Morton is is a, is a very good running back. Kemp is a very good running Bones, back. Bones, wide receiver. Uh, Bone is a very good uh, wide receiver. Um, I, I like uh, what uh, the quarterback's doing. Uh, as told, Patrick yeah, Tolles is doing as well. But I think the the coaching is still out. I mean, we don't know how good a coach that Stoops is. I mean, that let's just keep it real. I think the recruiting's definitely gotten better. The recruiting has definitely gotten better, but I, I think I don't. I still don't know how good Stoops is as a coach. I don't know how good he is. Are two totally different things. Like Must Champ at Florida, Must Champ had talent, but they couldn't do nothing on offense at all. I mean, nothing at all. Those guys are horrible on offense. They are horrible. Yes, that's your favorite word. Is it horrible? Yes, it is horrible and <laughs> more horrible. <laughs> and you could even be worse than horrible. Like Louisville's offensive line is beyond horrible. Mm-hmm. I, I just said it again, and it's true. And it's true. I don't care what anybody says. I can just point. If you want to talk about me, that's fine. I will just pull up some film and let you watch them get beat time and time again, and you'll be just like me. No protection. And just say they're horrible. And if you want to, anybody who ever wants to see Haven drop the H bomb, go to <laughs> that. As I always say, go to the. Uh, Download the Main Event Sports Radio app. You can go to the Google Play Store, the iPhone App Store. Just search keyword Main Event Sports. Look it up. Go to the video section, and you can always see myself, Haven, wrapping up the games live from Papa John's Cardinal Stadium. And you'll see him drop the H-bomb several times when discussing this team. You know, I was about to point to and say I didn't drop it on the last video, but I You did. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Talking about the offensive line, I did drop it because that was horrible. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. You know what? It looks worse on television than it does at the game. Because at the game you really can't see how bad they're blown off the offensive line. Mm-hmm. But once you watch it on television, you see That's the little black TV. line. Yes, you're like, oh, these guys are like three yards. Every every rip. You know, we're not talking about U of anymore. Let's we're talking about the college football teams. Well, we're gonna get we're, we're gonna get back to Louisville because we're, we're gonna get picks, of course, for uh, UK Mizzou as well as Louisville Samford. Even though I would hope that everybody's gonna select Louisville to win that game, it's just gonna be more about style who points. does well, style points, things of that nature. Um, and of course, we're gonna get into uh, you know everything going on in the NFL, even though. So you know, certain yeah, hey. people's teams are a lot healthier than other people's teams. I yes. don't want to bring that up. Yes, you know, my Cowboys are banged, but that's okay. I could be the Redskins, so it could be worse. The that is the That's the most defunctional Terrible. team. Jerry, we're talking to you right now. Yes. We got to talk about Marcus Mariota, his second game. And how that turned yeah, out. Yeah, what happened with that? Yeah, pretty much. The James, Vikings, the Purple People Leaders. Jameis Winston, you know, getting, getting better week after week. Wow, yeah. The New Orleans Saints. I won't have to get into that. Your no. fantasy team. Good Lord. Drew Brees, you're killing me, son. Oh, you, that's you're killing back. Oh, man. Are you Drew serious? Second. Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Who is starting this week. And probably the rest of the season. And I actually drafted my team. I know, right? Isn't it yeah, nice to pick your nice players? Pick your players. Enjoy the wins like they're your babies yeah. and not like exactly. somebody something. game with something. Let me tell you something. If you go to auto draft, see, it, it takes much more talent to take an auto draft a team that's not that good that and to mold it. them into champions. So you, take, you are molding you them like average. you have everybody's number on your team and you call them. And like, look, look, I'm going to need you. I need you to drive down the middle this week. I'm No, no stop. No, no. Hey. It doesn't count like that. You know what? Doesn't work. I'm going to take this quick commercial break. We'll come back. We'll talk some NFL football. We'll talk some fantasy football as well. Compare my auto-drafted team against your two <laughs> losers because I'm 2-0, about to be 3-0, and and you've been listening to the Main Event Sports Show on 104.7 FM, WLOU, the new home of the Tom Jordan Morning Show. The statements made in this advertisement represent the individual opinion of an existing 1-800-DRY-CARPET customer. I've used ChemDry because without knowing of 1-800-DRY-CARPET, and uh, the difference is remarkable. ChemDry tends to leave a residue that you can see and feel. 
a few days later after the treatment. It also dries a lot wetter. Uh, the carpet is wetter and takes longer to dry. And that is why 1-800-DRY-CARPET only uses SWE-DRY, the genuine dry, organic carpet cleaning system. With 1-800-DRY-CARPET, there is no smell, no dampness, no wetness, just a dry clean. I love it. 1-800-DRY-CARPET. I have so much sponginess in my carpet now. Schedule online and you'll receive a free dry carpet cleaning kit. DryCarpet.com. After 1-800-DRY-CARPET, not a wet spot. We're different. We're 1-800-DRY-CARPET. Hi, my name is Joy and I'm a mystery shopper. Now my friends think I have the absolute dream job. Don't get me wrong, it's great. But I tell them there's a little bit of work involved. I have to get out of bed, get dressed, plan out which shops to go to, and evaluate my shopping experience. Well, sure, I get paid to shop, but it's not like I can just sleep in and watch soap operas all day. <laughs> now that would be a dream job. Have you ever wondered how people get an inside track to become a paid mystery shopper? If you're self-disciplined and self-motivated, there are over 40,000 retail chains looking for mystery shoppers across the country. We work with large retailers, grocery chains, restaurants, and banks who need shoppers to evaluate things like customer service, store cleanliness, and parking. So if you like to shop and have a valid email address, we have assignments available now for men and women 18 years and older. Call 1-800-643-1921 to find out how you can get paid to shop. That's 1-800-643-1921. Paid shopping assignment are now available in your area. 1-800-643-1921. Am I the meanest? Sure enough. Am I the prettiest? Sure enough. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Sure enough. Well, who am I? The main event sports show. You suckers. You got the chill, 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 chill. Mind, let your constant be free and get down to the sounds of your PMD. But you should keep quiet while the MC rap. But if you're tired, then go take a nap. Or stay awake and watch the show I take. Because right now, I'm about to shake and bang. And welcome back to the Main Event Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Mr. Marvellis, and Rashawn Myers. And welcome back to Maven Sports Show. This is your host here, Haven Harrington. Joined in studio by my man, the Raiders himself. The jogging suit. I give you Rashawn Myers. Just win, baby. That's what it's all about, the black hole. We're coming back, slowly but surely. We'll be there another 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> you are coming slow. back. You guys are coming back. We know David Carr is doing his thing. I'm like Carr. You guys are two and one. Cooper like Cooper. I yeah. mean, yeah, you know, you guys are. First of all, it's Derek Carr. David Carr was the brother that got drafted by the Texans. The Texans. Get it together. Yeah, whatever. They're both suspect quarterbacks anyway. Hey, first of all, Derek Carr was a, um all-rookie first-team selection Ooh. last year. Okay. Ooh. Right there with Teddy Bridgewater. So, ah. get it together. Ooh. <laughs> ah. Amari Cooper and Derek Carr are going to be. The new, nice. you know, tandem combo, maybe. Really? Me, I believe. Possibly. And Michael Crabtree, I mean, he, he's, he's kind of, he had a resurgence. 111 yards receiving last week. Hey, I picked him up this week. I'm a fan. Big up. Yeah, I'm a Crabtree fan. I mean, a Crabtree fan. I love Michael Crabtree. He was one of, he was the most dominant wide receiver at Texas Tech that I'd ever seen. The kid was ridiculous. And it just had, didn't work out with them with the 49ers. But I love Michael Crabtree. I think he's very talented. Now, do you love Michael Crabtree because he's a Raider? Because I remember when he was with the 49ers, you said some, you know, some, uh, well, some I, choice words about uh, my man. Yeah, well, that's because he never lived up to how good he was. Like, I, I don't know if he, I don't know if he was soft. I don't know if so it was. So Carr can pull out of him. Carr, Carr can pull the greatness out of him. I think so. He's got talent. I mean, everybody remembers that great Texas Tech team. I yeah. mean, t- Texas Tech was unbelievable. Crabtree had like a thousand catches that year. Had about two, three thousand yards and a billion touchdowns. He was just a dominant football player, and he never lived up to it with the Forty Nine ers. So now he's with the the Raiders. 
He's wearing the right colors. So now he's finally playing like he's got something. So, I mean, with Cooper on one side, Amari Cooper, the number one wide receiver, and you got Michael Crabtree on the other, and you got Carr throwing the passes. Sounds too much like right. Sounds like Providence. Something's going to happen because these are the Raiders. Now, you always hate me for them. I mean, I'm hate I'm No, the Raiders have been, you know. Mediocre. Special for something. Bad long but let, let, let's not forget that the Raiders have been to the Super Bowl more recently than your Cowboys have. So I do want to point that out that the Raiders did go to a Super Bowl back in 2003. When's the last time the Cowboys went? You know, that is true. Okay. The right. Cowboys have been to the playoffs uh, a thousand times. <laughs> I wish the Raiders have ever been to the playoffs. Touche. Yes, even though Romo can't win a game once he gets say, What happened the past few times y'all went? Well, you know what? They get a participation trophy. They get a ribbon, I heard. Yeah, Romo, well, Harrison no, will return no, those. If uh, see, I'm, I'm going to tell you what it is. Romo is like our version of Peyton Manning. I mean, he's awesome during the regular season. Not always. Not always. But, you know, he's a very good regular season quarterback. He's a hit or miss. And then once you take him to the playoffs, he, does, he folds like a cheap suit. Just like Andy Dalton gets to the playoffs, but he gets oh, to the play quarterback. Yeah. It's Jessica Simpson. Ever since he messed around with Jessica Simpson, yes, it, well, he's she been, ruined him. She did. Like she I, did. he's never been the same since after they dated. Like literally, I remember her coming to Cowboys saying wearing his goofy jersey, pink jersey, and after and that, mm-hmm. he was he's never been the same. He lost his mojo. She stole it. Yes, man. You know what? She did. She's uh, you know what? You know maybe she's like Erica Badu because every time, cause every time Erica Badu dates a guy, common Andre. Andre 2000 is still weird. <laughs> the dude has been the same since. They're weird. <laughs> you know, just... Like, that so is just, true. This that is true. Right there. The Jessica. But you know, hey, lucky for us Cowboy fans, we know how to do it, Romo, because he's out for about eight weeks with a bloke, uh, broken collarbone. Yeah, that sucks. So I got if y'all Josh can just Wiener. stay in the middle, I still feel like you guys can get somewhere in the division that you all but are But East is horrible. The, the Cowboys, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there right in the middle. now. middle. If you can just... You know, win one, lose one, win one, lose one, then you all will be fine. No, the Cowboys are going to win the East. I, I think there's still no I doubt about that. Even with Whedon in there, because they have the best offensive line in the NFL, mm-hmm. they they, do. they can make any running back. Haven could they, run for 100 yards no, behind they, the, the Cowboys offensive line. No, obviously, they've but shown you know since Murray's been in Philly. I know, I know, I know Murray really good. misses being in Dallas now. Who, Murray? Yeah, oh, because yeah. right now Murray would be the feature back. He would get a, a trillion carries again. One of the Eagles fans thinking that, that they lose. They already didn't have Des Bryant going into the game. They lose Romo in the first half, and the Eagles lose at home to the Cowboys. They lose at home in a non-competitive game. The game wasn't competitive. Is Chip Kelly's job on the line right now? No, Mm-mm. but the Eagles' offensive line is horrible. I feel like McCoy fit better than Murray does in the system. I don't understand. Why they got you know, rid of him? You know, that's a whole conversation. Chip just we was had. cleaning house. He was like, "You are out. You're out. You're out. I'll take you. I'll take you." And it's not working. Well, for, for those that don't know, the main event sports show goes, even when the microphone's off, the microphone's never really off because these are <laughs> things that we talk about. Me and Haven actually had that conversation, and I really feel that DeMarco Murray, I think that it was more about strategy of taking Murray away from the Cowboys than it was oh, he's gonna fit him fitting the system here. because mm-hmm. he's not a scat back. For that spread offense, you need kind of the quick speed, Darren Sproles, you know, Shady you McCoy type guy. You need a guy with some wiggle. And DeMarco Murray is your he doesn't have wiggle. power back. He's a, he's a power back. You can tell he's back. frustrated. Yeah. In the last game, you could tell he was frustrated. Like five yeah, it was like Adrian Peterson that, in the first game. Wasn't he negative? He finished negative, didn't he? Or was that the game before? No, the, the Eagles of the team total had like five yards. It was awful. Yeah, DeMarco Murray, yeah, like negative like five yards, like neg- negative twelve yards rushing. Because the offensive line was like the just like Louisville, that center yeah. and the guard just got blown up every play, mm-hmm. every play. And Bradford, God bless his soul, he's a he's a serviceable NFL quarterback. You think Sanchez is going to be in there, but side. he's not going to take it to the next level. And neither is Sanchez is not going to take it to the next level either. So the Eagles still have to figure out. I think the Eagles problems. should have done whatever they could to get, move up to get Marcus Mariota. I mean, he was a guy. He was a perfect guy to fit Kelly's system. Kelly recruited him to Oregon. They he should have the done system. whatever they needed to do to get that quarterback because in this in the NFL nowadays, you have to have a quarterback. You have to. You have to. I mean, all the rules are made to fit the quarterback-wide receiver combination. That's why the Cowboys spent a billion dollars on Dez Bryant and Tony Romo last year. Even Which, though like that I kind of backfired on them. A little bit. I told you last year that was a mistake. 
Because that team last year, and I said it, I said it last year, I'm going to say it this year. The reason the Cowboys went as far as they did in the playoffs, the reason they played as well as they did last year, because they had a running game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their offense went through Murray. He took all the pressure off Romo. Romo didn't have to feel the need to win the game. He didn't feel the need to have to chuck it up 50 million times a game to win because you had the fallback. You had the trigger man. Well, not the trigger man at this point, but you had the legs you can put the team on. Yeah. Now, look, look, now the Cowboys don't have a running back. You well, have to have a running well, back. Well, yeah, run DMC. To be successful, yeah, McFadden. You have to have he, a he, he, well, You know what? And, and McFadden's not even starting. Randall's starting he's, for the Cowboys. Yeah, and he's looked, he's looked pretty good, I think, because their offensive line is pretty good. So, I, I you know, I think that, the I, like I said, I think the Cowboys are good enough because they have such a good offensive line that they're going to win the East. I don't know if they're going to win this week. The Falcons is who they play this week. They're at home versus the Falcons. And Julio Jones, first of all, is probably the best wide receiver in football right now. He is easy a monster. Oh, right how bad now. White did last week? He's going to show up. He's going to do something. He's mad about. I agree. I mean, He's you have. Mad. I think that the right now the Falcons are, are making a move to be one of the teams to talk about. So I don't know if the, the Cowboys can get it done. Whedon. Coming in there, I don't think the Cowboys will get it done. But against the East competition, once you get back to playing the rest of those scrubs in the division, the Eagles, the Giants, and the Redskins, they'll continue to pile up. Talk about scrubs, the Redskins. Oh. The Redskins, they had no running game last night. Kirk Cousins is off. Kirk Cousins off for of RG3 is horrible. I mean, good lord. Well, I mean, they're not going to put RG3 back in there. If they put him back in there and he gets hurt, then they have to pay him that $16 million. He's not going back in there for political reasons, period. It's right. not even about whether he could help them win the game. Maybe, he needs, to get rid of, maybe he needs to get rid of the Braves. You think that if he gets rid of the Braves, gets a fade, gets faded up? You think no, that first might of all, those aren't Braves. Here's some Rick James things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what type of hairstyle that RG3 has. I mean, I think maybe he needs money, to get up. He get woke the, up like you know, this, As much money as he makes, he can do something with the perm. I think he needs to fade it up. He needs to fade it. He needs to get a new look. You I know what I'm saying? Put a nice suit on, get a fade, come in and just have a no. little swag. No? He should take it back to the 70s and just put B on those braids <laughs> and go all uh, 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 Noah. I don't know. Oh, Yannick Noah, folks. Oh, no. For those who don't know, may not know who Yannick Noah is. He was yeah, like, Joe Kim's daddy. N- yes. He was okay. the uh, he was the black tennis player back in the 70s. They had like all the braids. Why does it got to be the black tennis player? Because, because <laughs> he's the black tennis player. Just like Serena <laughs> Venus are the black tennis players nowadays. So they're the black right. people who play tennis. The both of them. <laughs> of all the tennis, it's those, those two. All the pretty much it is. Because that one black dude that's, that got beat up by the cops. That's so wrong. <laughs> Sloan Stevens also plays tennis, by the way. Yeah, but nobody cares about him. Her. Goodness gracious. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's how much he doesn't I know. care. That's nobody cares. Right, exactly. you know why they don't care? They're not Venus Serena. Nobody cares. They suck up all the oxygen room. Venus and Serena, they are tennis. That's true. They are tennis. Yeah. There's, there's Jerry's tennis because Jerry always likes to ask us about Serena Williams in every show and golf. Oh, okay. Tiger Woods. What's Tiger Woods doing? It's horrible. Nothing. <laughs> Tiger Woods has not been the same since he has that HGH. <laughs> that, that dude needs steroids in the worst way. Leave Tiger alone. Tiger. I'm just telling the truth. He needs steroids. He is no good without steroids. Not, he needs something else, but we can't talk about that on this station. He needs steroids. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he needs other things too. <laughs> but he needs steroids first. We can't, we can't talk about that. But but anyway, getting back to the point is like, like the NFL. The, the NFL and the NFC East is awful. RG three needs to get faded up. The Giants, I don't I don't really know how to take them. They put a beat down on the on the Redskins on Thursday night. No, Odell Beckham's doing but the very Redskins well. Didn't show up. Yeah, I mean, so I, I don't didn't really show know. Up. Their running game didn't show up. Kirk Cousins. They're just so weird. I, I don't know if Eli's going to be the, the Direct TV Eli or if he's going to be the cable Eli, just depending on the game. He's you always know what the saying? cable Eli. Is he always? Yeah, the sometimes. Direct TV. <laughs> no, Eli's cable till he gets to the playoffs. Then, then, then he becomes see, direct that's TV. That's what I'm saying. Then he's I need him not to get to the playoffs. I need him to stay cable. That's what I need. Just stay cable Just stay cable Just stay Now, uh, uh, to move away from the East, my my boys, the Raiders travel East, taking on the fighting Johnny Manziel's, even though Johnny Manziel's not starting. He got his starting job taken away. I was quick. (laughs) You know what? And he won last week. And he did. He did win. He won last week. And guess what he got rewarded with? The bench. 
I love it. I hate Johnny Manziel. He should have never got taken over Teddy Bridgewater. I'm very salty about it, even though I definitely did not want Teddy to go to the playoffs. No, that's where where quarterbacks go to die. Yes, exactly. Why are you salty? You should be happy that Manziel got picked. Because then Teddy would have been with this horrible team. Yes, no, I agree with you. I, it's just the principle of the fact that they picked Johnny Football over Teddy Bridgewater. It's still principle. That's, that's, that's timing. And that's, then they had to send him to that is great. That's what the, the, the Browns do what the Browns do. They yeah. make horrible decisions. The Browns have been good. I remember the homeless guy. Remember they interviewed the homeless guy during just before the draft, and he said, take Johnny Manziel. He was talking to the GM or whatever. He told him to take Johnny Manziel. Good way to listen to the homeless guy. You know what I'm saying? The homeless guy basically has cost the Browns. Greatly, you know That's what? Beautiful. I would have cost him a dollar for that because all the homeless guys was asking for change. Right? You think the GM was going to go get the dollar back from him? He's going to like find the homeless guy and ask him for a dollar back. Get that dollar and that ripple back. Wow, going with the ripple reference—that's all. I know, right? But I think the—I think the Raiders are going to get it done. They're going to travel east. They're going to get it done over the Browns, in my opinion. What about Jameis? Can Jameis Winston possibly? The, first of all, New Orleans Saints are horrible. Drew Brees is done. They're this hard. is go ahead. They're done. You know what? I still can't believe they traded Graham. No, that's what I'm saying. Traded I, him. I'm not sure if Drew Brees is done or Drew Brees just doesn't have any more weapons They're to throw to. Surrounded by crappy because crappy before team. he had like weapons. You know, Did he, he really weapons. have weapons? Did he have Graham? Yeah, well, he was weapon. a good enough quarterback. If you're a good enough quarterback, you can make your receivers. You but, can, but you have Ivory, but you have Ivory running back who was a great running back. We had all this talent around him. Uh, you still have Marcus Colston, but he lost. Other I would not receiver. call Ivory a great running back for that system. He would. for that system. Yeah, I mean, I think Colston fit the system. I think the other wide receiver over there fit the system because you had an elite talent in Graham. It's kind of like I don't think the Patriots would be the Patriots if you don't have Gronkowski. Of course, like, not. I, I think that you saw us that, when he was injured. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> I mean, Gronk makes all the difference. So when you have that great player, the, the quarterback has to have that great player. It is a great player, but not only do I think it's a great player, I don't feel like. Tom has anybody else that he trusts that much. A receiver and a quarterback or a tight end and a quarterback, it's all about trust. Jay Novacek. Well, and it's just and it's having that guy that everybody else can't check. Mm-hmm. You can't. Nobody can yeah. defend Gronkowski. He's it's too, not about Gronk's catches. It's about what he does after the catch. He's a, he's a beast. I mean, he's he he's too big for the for the defensive backs. He's too he's too fast for the linebackers. He's just he's a he's a prop. He's a great dancer. I mean, we could go wow. on and on about Gronk. Here, see, see, this is where I don't know if we can have a Patriots fan <laughs> in on the show. Who are the Patriots playing this week? The, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, that's a win. The Jacksonville Jaguars, but the Jaguars are coming off a win too. They Miami's beat the Dolphins. Miami's been overrated a little bit. They have bit. the Dolphins. Or a dark horse pick for the Super Bowl. They're not us. Uh, no, oh, that's very, very dark. dark. That's very dark. <laughs> I mean, I, that's I, everybody. I don't know who you know started that whole thing. That's like it's coming from the man saying Oakland Raiders going to the Super Bowl, right? Uh, well, you, well, you know, there we, we have a chance to. <laughs> but you know what? I, I will say this. Yes, I did pick. Doing this defense for my fantasy football team. So, no, yeah. did you pick it? Or yes, did I ESPN did. pick it? No, actually, I traded. For the uh, oh, that's cute. You want to do something <laughs> so you have a player on your team that's yours, huh? That's right. I've so that's so sweet. My, I, I've done a lot of trades and uh, upgraded my team. Wow! But I am still about to be three and zero. I'm telling you, yes, I'm All about right. to be three and zero. So I'm excited. My team, well, it has been Roethlisberger's the quarterback mm-hmm. up until this week. I had St. Louis my defense, and they were good like 12, 13 points a week. Not switched to sure. England because they're playing the the horrible offense of this the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. I'm you know? surprised that was up for you to get. That's right, Charles, uh, the the running back Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles has been mm-hmm. he's good for like 10, 15 points a week. My You're team's hoping. rolling. You're hoping. Now my wide receivers and they're kind of suspect. I have Devontae Parker and I had to cut him because he's like he's going to be good closer to the end of the season. The end of the season, very close end of the season. It's going to so, take a little time. For I, I may pick him back up. Had a chance to pick up Teddy Bridgewater as a backup quarterback, so I still may do that. God, your league must suck if all these right, guys Right, that's what I was saying. How do you know, even right? have these, this defense up? Has guys got left? I mean, because somebody everybody got, on the league is out of auto pick crappily. Yeah, they just auto picked everything. So yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. But I've, I've managed. My no team. wonder you get you've won games in this <laughs> league. Have have right. managed my team well. They're playing yeah, the blue yeah. offense. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I did with the only extreme. player in his fantasy. That's why you win and you play nobody. I play myself. <laughs> but hey, I know we're coming up on the end of the show. We're getting short time, so we got to get back and make our picks 
for this week. U of L. I'm gonna say okay. U of L. U of L. Sanford. Everybody's gonna pick U of L to beat Sanford. I'm guessing, right? I say U of L by seven. Really, If Louisville wins to beat Sanford by seven, I'm gonna write a scolding letter to everybody, and you can read it on the app. I just don't want to have faith at this particular moment. Louisville hasn't shown me. Seventeen. I'm gonna go with seventeen. I'm gonna go with Louisville. It's gonna look scary first half. Seventeen. Sanford comes into this game two and one. I'm gonna say Louisville forty-five, Sanford ten. So there it is. I'm putting it down. Okay. What about the 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 other game? The big, the actual big game this week: Kentucky, Missouri. Kentucky at home. What are they? What's gonna happen? Yeah, Missouri. Three point favorites, by the way. Kentucky, three point favorites. Missouri by three. Missouri by three. I'm gonna go with six. Just by six. Missouri by six. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say Kentucky gets it done. I think Missouri is a team that is ready to get beat down. I think Kentucky coming off the loss against Florida is gonna do a lot better. I think Boom Williams Tolls is good enough to get it done. Um, I say Kentucky thirty five, Missouri seventeen. There we go. Hey, I want to thank everybody for listening to the Many Sports Show, and like we like to end every show without any struggle. There is no progress. Peace.